0: Pulp a bar stool. I've got John Robinson back on the show, and you know what that means. We'll be talking about entrepreneurship stuff. Today we're going to talk about specifically finding joy, or your joy, in entrepreneurship. Either directly from what you're doing in entrepreneurship, or indirectly. The work that you do allows you to find joy in other things. That's the way I spun it. So, hope you enjoy this one. Sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from johnlumber.com and John Lumber Digital on Facebook. Here's another edition of the social media Pubcast where each week we invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on entrepreneurship. So this week I've got John Robinson, Jr., my business manager, backup CEO, back on the show. How's it
1: going, junior I'm feeling fantastic because I beat Lily at Fantasy Football this week. Mm. And Lily is um, our, how old is Lily? Nine, no, nine, ten years old?
0: She's a lo- She's ten. She's ten.
1: Okay. All right. I said nine, ten.
0: I lost to my son, Ryan. Oh, I, I didn't got to see that. I got beat up by injuries, and then I second, I second guessed myself on Devante Adams because he was kind of hurt too, and then he went off.
1: He of went course. off. Yes. So yeah. So I'm a, I'm experiencing a little bit of joy from that, and then the Bears didn't lose. That's shocking. So they didn't lose. I know the Packers lost, right? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. So Bears didn't lose. And yes, they didn't play, but but that's okay. True, true. So what we got today? Well, I had to drink some water because I literally just ran five blocks from lunch because I was worried about being late. <sighs> so I have to take a deep breath. Oh, take a deep breath, right. you can do this. Uh, <clears throat> so here's what's showing up for me today. Yeah. In the spirit of being really happy about my fantasy football results, and I would say you are a bit joyous on the Milwaukee Brewers results of the weekend.
0: Oh, it wasn't just that. I actually attended my first ever postseason baseball game uh, with two of my two of my kids and Lisa, and uh, it was awesome. It was cold, nice, cold, but awesome.
1: Well, that's cool. So. Let the postseason baseball attendance continue.
0: Yeah,
1: we'll see. See what happens. So yeah, so I really uh, find that being energized by your work is a little bit about how you attach to the word joy and what joyous is. So I'm going to make you wildly uncomfortable today by talking about joy and entrepreneurship and how that shows up and what you do when it doesn't show up. I know we've spoken in the past a little bit about things that energize you and things that drain you and kind of losing that creative spark sometimes and maybe having a creative block. I'm gonna throw all that out the window and just kind of talk about how often do you find joy in your work? And of course, before we go into it, we do have worksheets, which as as for those who are listening for the first time, we design worksheets for discussions. There are tools, there are techniques to help you have the conversation with yourself or with people that are on your team or loved ones. So that's what the intention is of the worksheets or for the worksheets. But back to the question, how often do you find joy in your work, John?
0: You know, I feel like uh, that question, the lines blurred a little bit for me as far as how often do I find joy in my work and how often do I find joy as a result of my work? You know what I'm saying? Love it. I love the distinction. So answer both. Because in my work, I would say things like, um, so whenever I create something, you know, I, Create something new I feel good Whenever I get Positive feedback I feel, feel I feel good Whenever um, Something does well It's well received So you know Gets lots of Page views Or sales Or downloads Or whatever I feel good But that's directly From uh, The work I do But uh, I would say As a result Of the work I do That would be Things like We did yesterday Going to a playoff Baseball game That few years ago we never would have done that um and actually and again i'm 43 years old and that's the first time i've ever been to a playoff baseball game never never went to one when i was a kid and so doing things like that or spending spending time with the family i mean ultimately my big why and why i do this is uh, to give more opportunities more experiences both for my family and with my family so um, how often? To answer your question then, how often? I mean, there are they're, they're small and, and big big moments of joy, I guess, right? I mean, last night was a big moment of joy. small moment of joy could be walking JJ to school in the morning and picking him up, you know? I mean, that, that side happens every day.
1: All right, so I'm going to take a little bit of a step back because I know that you went... Uh, down a couple of different paths when i think of joy f- when you're doing work and then like you said the joy as a consequence of the work so let's just talk about the work like and when you when i think of work like for me i enjoy doing backup ceo work and backup ceo work is is asking questions it's restating what i'm hearing it's creating connections and connecting dots. It's understanding a pain and strategizing a, a, a solution. So that's a lot of the work that I do. And I and even more, I like to read. I like to learn new leadership systems so that I can share them. I like to create. So that those are all things I enjoy. You know, I enjoy and there's a part of. There's four levels of, to me, mastership, or I guess mastery. It's if you're incompetent at something, you're competent, you're excellent, and then it becomes like a unique ability. It's something that you're like the best in the world at, or you feel that way. I find a lot of enjoyment and a lot of energy around that work first. Now, with all that said, for those that want to be John Loomer, and want to create an, a entrepreneurship venture like you have. What is the work that you enjoy doing that is, you know, before the outcome, before the thank yous, before the gratitude, the joy in your
0: work? Yeah, I mean, it's it's creating something. It's uh, sharing a piece. Of, uh, this is going to sound deep and sappy, but kind of like sharing a piece of my soul in a way. You know, in terms of like something i believe in trying to help people any way I can help someone in their business um you know reach some success it it's awesome whenever i get that type of message from someone saying they're still doing this years later because of some something they read of mine and that's awesome um uh, so ultimately i, w- I want to make a difference i'm not just looking to make money um Adding positively to this marketer, Facebook advertiser uh, community when there's a lot of negative out there.
1: And and uh, you're I'm doing a horrible job keeping you within boundaries because yeah. yes, you're, you you're still you're still jumping beyond. The if I want to create a John Lumer Digital and there's mm. verbs action verbs that that I have to do. And I have to determine if I enjoy them or not. And if I don't enjoy them, then I should be outsourcing them. Or if I'm not good at it, I should be outsourcing them. And when I think of the work that you do, before you hear a thank you, before you've made an impact, before someone said you're remarkable and that you made a difference in their life, it's you research a lot. You read a lot. You experiment a lot. You um I mean you check in a lot I mean you ask for help a lot uh, you you look at customer inquiries customer tickets you answer a lot of questions that to me that's the work before you hear thank you is that do you enjoy that you find joy in that work
0: yeah and I think we've uh kind of uh molded it in a way that, I focus on those things that I enjoy most. So it's mm-hmm. it's research, read, create, write, listen. I mean those are some of the pr- test experiments yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah and and do you feel like you are competent, excellent, or is it something that you're like the best at for yourself? like a unique ability? I, don't, I, don't I think your writing—I think your writing is a unique ability, flat out. As an observer, the way that you write sounds like you're talking to me. Yeah. And a lot of people don't—and and, uh, talking to me authentically, like there's a lot of marketers out there that are talking at instead of with. Yeah. And I think that's one of your unique abilities is that that you have a knack in your writing that people can follow it and they can feel like you're talking to them. I've seen the people who've met you for the first time face-to-face and how they describe how they know you. You want to talk about you giving a part of your soul in your writing? That's a unique ability. You, If you don't think that's unique, look at all of, un subscribe, not unsubscribe, subscribe back into all the stuff you've unsubscribed from. So, you can see all of that mess. Uh, I mean,
0: I'll say that it's the one thing I feel most comfortable about. Like, if you're you're like, you're like, uh, you know, you've got this one uh, ability that you need to rely on to accomplish something that's that's important, you know, which skill are you going to use? I I use my writing skill. Now, there are a whole lot of people who are better at it, but I f- I feel most comfortable at it at that than anything else that I do.
1: What does it do for you to say there's a whole bunch of people better at it than you? Just cuz
0: I think it's stupid. Uh just to to say stuff like uh it's a unique ability that you're better than uh everybody else at kind of thing. Um, whether it yeah because it's it's not true
1: I, I like I like that distinction and I'm doing a bad job with like Dan Sullivan's a guy who I've read a lot of his work on unique ability and it isn't to compare yourself to the world it's what you're best at for yourself yeah like you're you're the best at being vulnerable and writing how you feel and writing it to an audience that is an abs- absolute a reflection of you, like you write stuff you would want to read, you you use words you would believe versus ten times, a hundred times, million dollars, thirty days, ten days, lose weight, all that stuff. You don't write that way. So you know, it I, is a unique ability. You to know write. what?
0: That's an interesting point. I don't think I've heard anyone put it that way. I wonder how often writers are writing in a way to appeal to someone that's completely unlike themselves. And they're only thinking about what the, how, what these people would respond to rather than what they would respond to.
1: I have a name of a person, but I'm not going to say it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) But because, because I've literally heard this, I, I, secondhand heard that this extreme marketer that promises the world who just is over the top and his performance stated before he got on stage, like, I know this is silly, I know this is stupid, I know this is that, but that's who I'm selling to. I was like, oh my gosh, how do you sleep at night? And then I'm just not that entrepreneur. Like, I,
0: I, I think that's precisely once once you start doing that, you're going to hate what you're doing,
1: right? Unless you like just being a performance artist, unless you like being a comedian, uh, like phony, unless you enjoy that, then I guess you could keep and it going.
0: And you're selling your soul. I mean, look, there, there's a line and I understand that um, you always have to consider who your audience is when you're creating, when you're writing and this and that and um uh and that that said like my audience is doing things a lot of things differently than maybe I am and like they may be working for agencies and I'm not and like so it's, it's like it's not a matter of like writing for myself and as if I'm the audience but it's also um always having in the back of your mind you know your own values and what's important to you and what you would respond to and not crossing a line where like you're selling your soul.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. So second part. And as I look at the worksheet, we're going to bounce around a little bit, but for those that tie the worksheet to this talk, the second question is designed to explore what kind of culture you want. Is, is, is it a pro-joy culture, a joy-neutral, or an anti-joy? And for you, John, what shows up as you think about the John Loomer culture, John Loomer digital culture?
0: I mean, we might have to explain that. I definitely okay. would want pro-joy or or neutral, but probably pro-joy. But not
1: anti-joy, right. Right. Yeah, joy right so I think as we look at yeah, and, and so I guess the
0: the one thing that's in the back of my mind is like don't want, don't want to create fake joy either mm-hmm. <laughs> create that right. type of environment um, but like you know the whole rah-rah constantly you know where you're a cheerleader and uh, like I compare it to baseball coaches who, who, who say good job Billy when he swings at a pitch over his head you know good swing though good job no it's a terrible job but <laughs> Right. So, so it's still being real, being realistic. Um, with
1: realistic joy, I yeah. like that. I, I like that because the the idea of you know being able to be expressive and the idea of aligning your workforce with people that want to do that will enjoy their work is like, and it takes a lot of effort to pick people and put them in positions to where the performance is easier because they enjoy the work. Tracy, for example, I mean, every person on our team, I should say, I feel like they enjoy their work. Like Luke, to me, enjoys writing and answering questions. Andrew enjoys training, enjoys answering questions. Tracy enjoys being the membership guru, goddess. I mean, like she manages everything with our membership and she enjoys it. Um, I definitely enjoy being here to help you see the blind spots and and what you should be thinking less about and what you should be thinking more about and figuring out how to create value. Like I enjoy that. So I think as entrepreneurs are you know figuring out what kind of business they want to go into, it is very energizing to do something that you are unique at or that you uniquely enjoy, just like John, you're, ability to, to put your soul on paper it's it's cool that you enjoy that work so at that question to me is just kind of designed to get entrepreneurs to think more about um, you know what it is that fires them up you know what it is that, that they find joyous so so you did a good job of, and the question's pretty bad I'm gonna have to rewrite that one so we'll although we did just publish the worksheets as I test them out and go through them. I don't like the question. So I'll, I'll do another revision at some point. All right. Next thing, your household Mm -hmm. and I know we were talking about work. Um, I think it was last week when you had the boys at the house and there was a win by the Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Brewers what did it sound like and look like?
0: It, a little chaotic, a little loud, lots of big okay. smiles, lots of jumping around and hugs and handshakes or high fives. That's good stuff.
1: So I, I take that and I said, man, what wouldn't it be really cool to to have that type of work environment? <laughs> like where you can laugh out loud at your workplace, that you can high five at your workplace, that you can... Um, scream and yell and cheer and all that wouldn't that be kind of cool and i know i've never worked in an environment like that no any any of the companies i've ever worked at i wouldn't i'd say it was (laughs) (laughs) anti-joy when you're talking about anti-joy i think that's what anti-joy looks like like a culture that's not very loud very quiet very not very celebratory Mm. So, as you entrepreneurs are listening, part of you know creating a joy culture in your entrepreneurship culture, it is looking at how it sounds, how it looks, and what you want people to feel. Because I know the boys went crazy, didn't they, when the Brewers won last week?
0: Yeah, and last night.
1: And last night. Yeah. No, that, that's really cool. Um, digging a little bit deeper. So when you find yourself not in that joyous mode, what uh, what do you try to do? Uh, when the Brewers were down against the Cubs last week and you thought they might lose, <laughs> what, what, what mindset do you get into when you start feeling sad? <laughs> uh, bre- brewers aside, I mean,
0: honestly, I, I've taken a And maybe I'm getting older. I feel like I've taken a different approach to um, like bad news, bad stuff lately. Um, So like the, I don't want to do everything baseball, but I try to like, I look on, I try to look on the bright side of things the best I can also recognize what's within my control and what's not. And like, you know, any, anything that's like professional sports fandom you have zero control as much as a fan wants to say that they have any kind of control over what's happening, and uh so you just kind of have to sit back and enjoy the ride for the most part and uh maybe be realistic or whatever but um so whenever kind of kind of you know I'm in a rut, I think it depends on what, how much control I have over the situation. And then, like, is there something else I should have done? If so, uh, feeling sorry for myself or sitting here doing nothing ain't going to help? Or is there nothing I could have done about it? it just is what it is? Just feeling sorry for myself
1: going to make me feel any better? Probably not. So So you lead me well into the last question or the last. Part of this discussion on joy and entrepreneurship. What are your happy places? So, like you just said, you read some sad, sad places, sad moments. And entrepreneurship, there are going to be some sad moments. There are going to be some disappointments. Uh, there's going to be some broken hearts, money lost, broken things, all those things. What are the happy places that you find in entrepreneurship when you are in that dip?
0: Uh, you know, it, just simple things. So I, I, I come to this one all the time, so I, I must really enjoy it. Just a simple thing of walking, walking my kids to school, you know, that, that quiet, or a matter of just hanging out with them, watching TV, Eating dinner, you know, uh, talking to him about how the day was, you know, watching a movie, something. Um, So anything that's relaxing, but it's also like sharing time with people I care about most.
1: Yeah, no, I like that. And you you do, you always do a really pretty good job of, of referencing the family and how important the family is tied to the business and vice versa. For those out there that don't have that support system like you do, I know I work with a lot of entrepreneurs who don't have as healthy family life or support system like you do. And my advice to them as a happy place to go to is go to your last win. Get into the practice daily of writing out your, your wins, your small wins, your big wins. And then at the end of the week, reflect back on them. Stay, stay yeah. in this momentum of gratitude because it's really easy to forget your last win and even easier to remember your last mistake. And that's where I think there's a fine balancing act on what you choose to forget and what you choose to remember. And I believe in order to boost joy and boost joy entrepreneurship, you have to create a happy place of your progress and how you stay on top of it. So do you see that, as I mentioned that, John, is, is that also your happy place a little bit in the business?
0: Yeah, I mean, and I, and I, to be clear, I think uh, whether you know, you've know you got a similar family environment or not, we still all share some, if you're a work, work at home entrepreneur, we share, that, that solitude that can be difficult to find. Find a happy place sometimes. So when the kids are all at school, and that's you know the source of much of my joy uh, is doing stuff with them. Uh, that's that's tough, especially when things aren't going well. So um, yeah, finding something that um, going back to your wins, going back to something that makes you feel good, uh, that you can focus on. Could be reading a book. I mean, what, whatever the, the things that people do. I mean, running sometimes helps me. Uh, you know, going out, and getting coffee, Lisa, Lisa and I getting coffee together, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, my happy places are all, other than, you know, that chaos of a playoff baseball game we went to last night, my happy places are all quiet and relaxing. Um, but you know, some people like chaos. All
1: right, this is a curveball. Yes, we used another. We see a, we should do a drinking game. How many times we mentioned baseball? Maybe I think everyone would be smashed because this is supposed to be a podcast. Mm-mm. But uh a curveball. What's your happy food? While you're sitting in a happy place, what's your happy food? Dirt chocolate. Don't you have a popcorn machine?
0: I do uh i like the popcorn uh i really i really like dark chocolate i
1: really like uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream Uh, oh how can we how can we combine all three into one (laughs) sweet and savory yeah uh but
0: you know there's also i I love like brick oven pizza and stuff's good too Mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate chocolate chip. You can't can't do wrong with any mint chocolate chip ice cream.
1: Mint chocolate chip, milk chocolate, popcorn ice cream. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. chocolate. Mint chocolate chip, dark chocolate, popcorn ice cream. There we go. I think we got it. I don't know about all that. All right. Well, that's all I got for boosting joy today. Uh, Like I said, I really want those out there who are designing that next dream that entrepreneurship venture to include joy and in the design and that's all i got
0: good stuff all right so for those in phc entrepreneurs know that there will be a related worksheet jr is updating um i think we're going to put together a whole new repository of these worksheets because they're getting kind of hard to keep track of. uh, It'll be on PowerHatersClub.com. So be on be on the lookout for that. But uh, otherwise uh, thank you JR. Thanks everybody else. Until next time do awesome things. We're out.